Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Versatility Podcast. For today's episode, uh, we're going to be going over the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs, Stranger Things, Season 4. The first five episodes will be releasing this Friday, May 27th. Big, big, big news and a show that I've been waiting for. Uh, for season four to come out for, what, three years? Almost four years? Um, so I'm definitely excited for that. Uh, we're also going to go more in depth on the NFL schedules for the Eagles, for the e- uh, for the Chiefs, and for the Dolphins. And I'll probably check other teams. I'll check, like, the primetime games and everything. Because I didn't talk about, like, the schedule in my last episode, but I didn't go game by game. I just kind of made how many wins. But th- this time I'm going to go further game by game. Do my my whole predictions with the schedule and blah, 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 blah. Uh, Go in-depth in talking about the new Kendrick Lamar album, uh, Mr. Brown, The Big Stepper, because I didn't really talk about it that specifically on the last podcast because I was just, you know, talking about other shit and I kind of got off topic. So we're going to focus on that for today. But as always, let's uh, let's get straight into the MLB scores. Uh, Let's start off from last Monday where we let things off. Okay, so Monday, May 16th, we had the Marlins defeat the Nationals 8-2. The Tigers defeat the Rays 3-2. The Mariners, they lose to the Blue Jays 6-2. The Yankees beat the O's 6-2. A lot of 6-2 scores, Jesus. Uh, The Red Sox defeat the Astros 6-3. The Pirates lose to the Cubs 9-0. White Sox beat the Royals. Giants beat the Rockies. Rangers beat the Angels. Brewers beat the Braves. One nothing. The Twins beat the A's uh, three to one. Dodgers beat the Diamondbacks five to four. Okay. So then Tuesday, May seventeenth, we had the White Sox beat the Royals three nothing. The Mets defeat the Cardinals three to one. The Dodgers beat the Diamondbacks seven to six. The Reds beat the Guardians five to four. The Marlins defeat the Nationals five to one. The Tigers lose to the Rays eight to one. The Cardinals defeat the Mets four to three. The Padres defeat the Phillies 3-0. The Yankees defeat the Orioles 5-4. The Blue Jays defeat the Mariners 3-0. The White- Royals defeat the White Sox 2-1. The Astros defeat the Red Sox 13-4. Um, I believe in this game they hit like five home runs in the second inning alone, um, which was, you know, a MLB record with the most home runs in a single inning for one single team. So impressive stuff for for Houston. Their offense has been incredible this year. Once again, the Braves beat the Brewers 3-0. The Cubs, they lose to the... The Cubs, they beat the Pirates, excuse me, 7-0. The Giants beat the Rockies 10-7. The Rangers defeat the Angels 10-5. The A's beat the Twins 5-2. The Tigers, um, not the Tigers, the Diamondbacks, they lose to the Dodgers 12-3. Okay. So Wednesday, May 18th, we had the Rays... Beat the Tigers six to one. Brewers beat the Braves seven to six. The Twins beat the A's fourteen to four. The Giants lose to the Rockies five to three. The Dodgers beat the Diamondbacks five to three. The Red Sox beat the Astros five to one. The Padres they lose to the Phillies three nothing. The Nationals beat the Marlins five to four. The Yankees beat the Orioles three to two. The Mariners defeat the Blue Jays five to one. The Cubs lose to the Pirates three to two. The Royals. Beat the White Sox 6-2. The Rangers beat the Angels 6-5. 
the Mets defeat the Cardinals 11-4. Then Thursday, May 19th, we had the Yankees lose to the Orioles for like the first time ever because the Yankees destroy the Orioles almost pretty much all the time. Um, 9-6, to six, the Padres beat the Phillies 2-0. The Mets beat the Cardinals 7-6. to six. The Reds beat the Guardians 4-2. The White Sox beat the Royals 7-4. The Red Sox defeat the Mariners 12-6. The Diamondbacks defeat the Cubs 3-1. The Astros defeat the Rangers 5-1. Okay, so Friday, May 20th, the Diamondbacks defeat the Cubs 10-6. The Pirates, they lose to the Cardinals 5-3. The Braves beat the Marlins 5-3. The Rays lose to the Orioles 8-6. The Dodgers beat the Phillies 4-1. The Blue Jays beat the Reds 2-1. The Guardians beat the Tigers 6-1. The Mariners, they lose to the Red Sox 7-3. The Nationals lose to the Brewers 7-0. The Twins beat the Royals 6-4. The Rangers beat the Astros 3-0. The A's uh, beat the Angels 4-2. And the Padres defeat the Giants 8-6. Okay, so Saturday, May 21st, we had the Yankees defeat the White Sox 7-5. The Cubs lose to the Diamondbacks 7-6. The Mets beat the Rockies 5-1. The Blue Jays beat the Reds 3-1. The Padres beat the Giants 2-1. The Red Sox defeat the Mariners 6-5. The Braves beat the Marlins 4-3. The Dodgers beat the Phillies 7-4. The Cardinals defeat the Pirates 5-4. The Royals, they lose to the Twins 9-2. The Astros beat the Rangers 2-1. The Rays beat the Orioles 6-1. The Brewers defeat the Nationals 5-1. The Rockies beat the Mets 11-3. And the Angels defeat the A's 5-3. And then yesterday we had the Cardinals defeat the Pirates uh, 18-4. Yadier Molina was actually pitching in this uh, game once again. Uh, So Albert Pujols pitched... A week ago on Sunday uh, night baseball against the Giants. And then Molina on Peacock TV or Peacock, the, the Peacock channel, whatever. This was the this was the 11 a.m. Uh, broadcasting game um, in Pittsburgh. But, you know, the Cardinals, they just blew them out the water, 18-4. So Yadier Molina and Albert Pujols were pitching within the same seven-day span. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I bet you probably would have never, ever thought of that. Um. Anyways, the Red Sox they beat the Mariners eight to four. The Phillies beat the Dodgers four to three. The Marlins beat the Braves four to three. The Nationals beat the Brewers eight to two. The Reds beat the Blue Jays three to two. The Orioles beat the Rays seven to six. The Tigers beat the Guardians four to two. The Astros defeat the Rangers five to two. The Twins beat the Royals seven to six. The Cubs beat the Diamondbacks 5-4. The White Sox defeat the Yankees 3-1. The Mets defeat the Rockies 2-0. The Padres beat the Giants 10-1. The Angels beat the A's 4-1. And the Yankees lose to the White Sox uh, 5-0 on Sunday Night Baseball. And so for today's game, we got the Rockies, Pirates, Cubs, Mets. uh, No, Cubs, Reds, excuse me. uh, Phillies, Braves, Dodgers, Twins. Uh, Jesus, Tigers, Twins, Dodgers, Nationals, Orioles, Yankees, Blue Jays, Cardinals, Guardians, Astros, Royals, Diamondbacks, Brewers, Padres, A's, A's versus the Mariners and the Mets and the Giants. So 
We have uh, a good amount of games today. We have, what, like 13, 12? Yeah, 12 games today total. And, of course, uh, continuing through the week. Uh, I think next week for the next episode, I'll kind of go over on the uh, on the uh, on their uh, the records, the stats, who's the best team in baseball, who's who's who sucks, who's hot. You know, right now I'll go over that next next episode. Uh, you know, for next week, so we'll get to talk about that in the next episode. Anyways, uh, let's go to let's go to NHL, I guess. Um, recap from Monday. I mean, there was no games on Monday, but on Tuesday we had game one, uh, lightning and Panthers Panthers. They lost this one four to one. And then we also had an avalanche and blues game one avalanche won that one three to two in overtime. And we also had on Wednesday, we had two games. We had the hurricanes and the Rangers game one and the hurricanes win this one two to one in overtime as well. Excuse me. And the Flames and the Orioles. Orioles. Oilers. They won 9-6. The Flames won 9-6. Take a one-series lead. And then Thursday, we had two more games. We had game two of the Lightning and Panthers. The Lightning also won this game 2-1. With like a final second uh, goal to win the game. So... Yeah, that was that was pretty impressive. With within like five or three seconds left to go, they they hit they hit the game winning shot. Uh, so you know, good for them to take a two zero series lead. Then the Blues beat the Avalanche four to one on Thursday, and then Friday we had the Hurricanes defeat the Rangers two nothing. So the Hurricanes take a two nothing lead. Then the Oilers defeat the Flames five to three in Game Two on Friday as well. Then Saturday, we only had one game on Saturday, but we had game three of the Avalanche and Blues, and the Avalanche won 5-2. to two. And we also had three games yesterday. We had game three of the Lightning and the Panthers, 5-1 to one Lightning wins. So Lightning are up 3-0 right now. They are up in a commanding 3-0 lead. Game four actually is right now. Um, I don't know why they played back-to-back. I thought they were going to give like a one-game rest and play tomorrow, but they're playing back-to-back. Uh, Tampa wins tonight, and that's a wrap for Florida. Um, Tampa will move on to like their third consecutive, uh, their third consecutive Eastern, Eastern Conference, uh, the Conference Finals, the, the third straight Eastern Conference Finals. And they're getting closer and closer to three peat potentially this year. They they already two peated last year. They you know, um. So they're going for a three peat this year. So uh, I don't know if they could do it, but they 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 are they're bound to make the conference finals and play against either uh, Carolina or New York. So we'll have to wait and see on that. Um. Then we also had speaking of the Hurricanes and Rangers. The Rangers won. Game three, three to one. So now the Hurricanes are up two to one in the series. And then we had the Flames, Oriole, Orioles, Jesus Christ, Oilers. The Oilers win this one four to one and the Oilers take a two one lead. Okay, so today's game four, Panthers, Lightning. Again, Lightning, they win this game over for Panthers, series over for, for them. And then game four between Avalanche and Blues. Uh, Avalanche have a two one lead at the current moment. So let's see if St. Louis can tie it or if Colorado can take a 3-1 lead. And then tomorrow we have game four of the Hurricanes-Rangers and then game four of the Flames-Oilers. So 
Yep, that's NHL for you right now so far. Now, now obviously, let's talk about... Uh, actually, uh, before we get into the ML and M- NBA playoffs, I think let me talk about the Premier League. I mean, it was Super Sunday yesterday in the Premier League. Uh, Man City United... Uh, not Man City United. What the fuck is that? I combined both. Man City. Not Man City United, because that's just both teams combined. Man City. They won the Premier League yesterday, edging out uh, Liverpool um, in the in the standings. 93 points, while Liverpool uh, had 92. It was a hard-fought battle for Man City. They had a great year and an amazing comeback. They were down 2 nothing against Aston Villa. And they came back, scored three goals within like the 10, within like what? Like a, not not even 76, 78. That was a six-minute difference. A six-minute span of hitting three goals when they were down 2 nothing. Um by like the 70-something minute, they were down 2 nothing and they were able to win the game. Um yeah, this titty. This titty, what the fuck? This city, um, this team, I, I really don't know what to say. They, you know, they played great all year. Obviously, I'm still kind of disappointed with what happened in the in the Champions League. And also kind of funny how things happen, you know. Like, this team got smoked. They got smoked against Real Madrid, um, you know, for the opposite reason. Instead of them scoring the three goals, they allowed the three goals against Madrid. But then in this one, you know, they got their own, they got the taste of their own medicine that they already had to, they had to face against Madrid. And so, well, I mean, they won the Premier League um, and Liverpool has a chance to win the Champions League this Saturday. Uh, By the way, yes, the, the Champions League final will be this Saturday. Liverpool versus Real Madrid. I really don't know who I'm going to go for. I think I said Madrid. Fuck it, I'm going to just go with Madrid, but if Liverpool wins, that's fine by me. At the end of the day, it don't really matter. Um, And that's that. I mean, Man City has a couple of friendly matches they're doing during the summer. They play against Club America, which I believe is like a Mexican team, I think. July 20th, uh, they play against Bayern, July 23rd. And then they play Liverpool in the FA Community Shield Final, whatever the hell that is. It's like a mini tournament or something. Um, July 31st, so yeah. Obviously, they're going to take their, their two-month break and then get back to training around July, August to prepare themselves for the next season. Um, and I believe Man City won their sixth uh, their sixth title. Their sixth title. Um, and, I mean, yeah, congratulations to them. I mean, obviously, the whole Champions League thing was a mess and a disaster, but they got the job done. They got the job done. I think uh, Real Madrid also probably won La Liga. I believe so, right? Yeah, they also did win La Liga. Um, 86 points compared to Barcelona, who got second place with 73. Yeah, it wasn't even close. Real Madrid was the best team. What about Serie A? Like, that's the Italian league, right? Yeah. Serie A, who won? Inter Milan. Oh, Inter Milan. or Not Inter Milan. AC. AC Milan. Inter won second. They had 84 points. AC Milan had at had, had 86. So Slantan Hebramovich, how do you pronounce his name? I don't even know how to damn pronounce his fucking name. Um, so yeah, he won. They won the Serie A tournament. What about Liga League One? The one in uh 
and not in Japan, fucking in, in, in France, in France, I believe PSG, right? PSG, yeah, 86 points, Martial, 71, yeah, yeah, no. Okay, uh, Bundesliga, that's that's Germany, I believe. That's, that is Germany, yes. Um, what about that? Who won? Bayern Munich, yeah, no surprise there. Okay, I think that's all the soccer leagues I know of right now. Most, you know, most leagues in, in, in Europe right now are done. Uh, their seasons is over. Now they're going to head into the summer and, you know, get into training, uh, get some rest, then go to training. So, so yeah, we won't be, there's only MLS right now, but I haven't really watched, kept up with MLS. I mean, fuck it. Why not? Let me just check it right now. MLS standings. Um, okay. Let's see who's doing good. Uh, Philadelphia, 24 points, New York, 23, Orlando, 21, Montreal, 20, New York, uh, Red Bulls, 20, Cincinnati, 19, Charlotte, that's a new team, 16, Atlanta, 16, New England, 15, Inter Miami at 10 at 15 points. DC United at 11 with 14 points. Columbus at 12 with 13 points. Um, Toronto at 13 with 12 points. And then Chicago at 14 with 11 points. Okay, so I definitely see Philly, New York, Orlando. They're, they're the top three teams in the East. Uh, Inter Miami, they're at 10th right now with what? How many wins? Four wins, three draws, six L's. I wouldn't mind going to one of those games. I definitely do want to check that out. I have I never been to a soccer game, but it would be nice if I went to an Inter Miami game, because I heard they they even though they're not the best team, record wise, and they're not even in the top five. I don't know. They they I don't know. Maybe maybe they can make a push. I mean, it's early in the season. They've only played like thirteen games, right? Yeah, thirteen games. So what? They play like forty or something, I believe. So, it's too early. Right now for that. Okay, so the Western Conference. We got LAFC, 26 points at number one. Austin at number two. Austin at number two, really? That's a new team as well. 24 points. FC Dallas at number three with 22 points. Real Salt Lake at number four with 22 points. LA Galaxy at number five, 20. I haven't heard that much about the Galaxy recently. Uh, Nashville number six with 19 points. Houston Dynamo with 18 points. Minnesota at number 8 with 18 points as well. Colorado at number 9 with 18 points. Portland at number f- 10, but with 15 points. San Jose with at 11th spot, but with 14 points. Seattle at number 12 and 13 points. Damn, Seattle is low. Didn't they win the, 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 the MLS Cup like a couple years ago? Last year, I believe it was New York. And wasn't it Seattle the year before? And then it was like Toronto, I think. Seattle's always making it to like the finals and stuff. I know they're a good team usually, but damn, what the fuck? 12? I mean, slow start, I guess. So, you know, they'll probably bounce back or maybe key players' injuries. I, I, I'm not sure. Uh, clearly, I'm, I have not, you know, I haven't watched. I've watched maybe two MLS games this year and... And, you know, they were, like, kind of, like, for, like, 30 minutes. So, obviously, I don't have enough information to give you all for each team. I'm just looking at the standings, see who's who's doing good and who's not. Again, uh, I know the MLS Cup playoffs is, like, no, not until, like, literally later in the year, like, oh, November or something. Or October. 
I think the MLS Cup, I think it's in December, like late November or early December. So the playoffs is like late October, November, and then the MLS Cup is like early December. I believe that's how it is. I think that's how I remember. So yeah, there's still a long, we still have half a year for the MLS Cup. So there's, there's still, there's still many, many things that could change here. Um, so yeah, how many games? There's no games today, obviously. The next games are on Saturday. Uh, who does Inter-Miami play on Saturday? They play against Portland. I w actually really got to look into that. I got to see what game I can go to in the summer. They're going to play in the summer, obviously. They're going to play against Philadelphia, July 13th, okay? In Orlando, but that's going to be in Orlando. Inter-Miami, they play Minnesota, June 25th, okay? They can well, Barcelona! Barcelona, they're going up against Barcelona July 19th? Oh, shit. What in the hell? Is this like a friendly? These are like one of those international friendly games. Oh, damn. In Miami. Not in Bar... In Miami. Oh, wow. Hey, are those tickets available now? I might... Shit, I might cop them. Barcelona coming to play here. In, in, in Miami. Low-key wish it was Madrid. Because, you know, I'm a Madrid fan. But whatever. It is what it is. Uh, New York, Cincinnati, San Jose. Yeah. I wouldn't mind going to that Barcelona game or that Philadelphia game July 13th. That would be cool. That would be cool. You know what? I'll worry about that later. No one, you don't, y'all don't give a fuck about that right now. Let me talk about the NBA playoffs. <sighs> We're in the conference finals, baby. We're in the conference finals. Fuck the first round. So many interesting games, so many this and that. Second round, okay, we had we had good games, we had blowouts. But we've had we've been having a lot of blowouts, man. I'll be honest with you, this NBA playoffs this year has been kind of mid. Has been pretty mid. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I just I love basketball, man. It is my first it is the first sport that I ever fell in love with, but Oh man, uh, these these playoffs, I just don't know if they're hitting that good, are are hitting, and and that's surprising because you know my the the Miami Heat are still here fighting, they play tonight, game four right, but there just hasn't been a game, at least in the conference finals yet that has been down to the wire. And as just fast pacing as it is, I felt like a lot of the games. If they ever did get close, it's because a team is coming back. From like down 26 or whatever to like 12. But that makes the game kind of... Yeah, it makes it more competitive. Competitive, excuse me. I don't know what the fuck I just said. It makes it more competitive for sure. But it just kind of doesn't... It, it's not giving me a consistent vibe. Well, you know, I, I'm just stuck with watching either this game... Is going to be a blowout all the way through. They're not going to lose their lead. They're going to lose by fucking 30, 20 points or whatever or more. It, or, 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 or they lose a 26-point lead and then they are down by like four. And then they lose the lead and then they win by four. Okay, the fourth quarters, some of them have been hitting. Some of them have not been, you know. I just haven't been as excited for these last couple games. I'm still watching it, obviously. It's not like it's not like losing my attention, but just me watching the games, I feel like I'm not really paying attention to it too much. 
Like I'm not really like I'm I'm like I'm what like right now, like the last couple games, I had just been watching the game, but kind of just having it on the background. And not really watching it for like really watching. I'm just like listening to music or writing or doing whatever. Talk to my like I'm I'm doing other shit and then the game is just there in the background, like, oh, oh, whatever. I check the score every like five minutes, but it's not like I'm really paying attention to it. And you know, that's not me. I like to watch games and, and, and you know enjoy everything, but whatever, man. Um I just hope it eventually this is the conference finals, guys. I just hope it gets gets better. Gets better. Okay, so obviously let's talk about the conference finals. We had game one. The Miami Heat, Boston Celtics, they took game one. Miami Heat, they took game one. So that was a great start for us. Uh one eighteen and one oh seven. Miami take game one. Then, of course, Wednesday, the Mavericks and Warriors tipped off the series with game one. And the Warriors won this game 112 to 87. So the Warriors take a 1-0 lead. Then in game two between the Celtics and the Heat, this was on Thursday. Wow, we got annihilated. The Celtics defeat the Heat 127-102. Jimmy Butler was bad in this game. And Kyle Lowry was out, I believe. Not a lot of us stepped up. This game was kind of... It, it, I mean, it was all over the place. It was all over the place for us. But Boston was lights out from three. They were shooting the three out of their fucking minds. They played insane. They played out of their fucking minds. So that's how they were able to catch us in game two and... You know, that was the deal now. So eventually that's that's definitely the big reason why we lost that game. But uh you know, game three, we'll we'll have to focus and we'll get into a better position, right? So then in game two we had the Warriors and the Mavericks. Um and as well the Warriors, they take the Mavericks down in game two. They beat them one twenty six to one seventeen. So the Warriors are up up two oh in the series. And then Saturday, we had Game 3 of the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics. 109-103, to Miami took the W in Boston. We were up by like 26, and then that's when we lost our lead. And then we came back around. Boston was pushing it to the end, but our defense held it down. And we were able to construct it. Not construct it. What the fuck does that mean? I was able, we were able to lock down. Um, we were lock up our defense. Oladipo was doing his best to lock everybody up. Uh, Bam, Jimmy, and you know we 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 just did not allow them to score. Not allow them to get in the paint too much and try to take open looks. But um, we had we had a pretty good game way all the way throughout. But just cutting down the lead and almost kind of getting close to a point where we were choking this game away. Was a little scary, to be up to com- to be completely honest with y'all. But we were able to pull through. So at the end of the day, it didn't really matter that much. So yeah, uh, we were able to come through and we won game three. And then of course yesterday's game, game three between the Warriors and the Mavericks, and the Warriors once again, they take a three old series lead. They beat the Mavericks one hundred nine to one hundred. Now, this game was close. It was back and forth. The Mavericks did take the leads a couple times. 
Luca, I believe, had like what? 40 points. He had 40 points. But man, Reggie Bullock, zero. Maxi uh, Kleber, zero. Spencer Dinwiddie was chewing his best 26 points. Jalen Brunson, who has been great this postseason, 20 points. But um, Luka has just been carrying this team, but it just has not been looking good because his other players just have not stepped up. Kind of like the Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis was doing everything he can to, to, to attack Boston and through the inside, the outside, everything he can. But without Middleton, it was just impossible for them to stop anyone at this point. And so, well, that ended up in a very, you know, unpredictable manner. And they lost the series. Now, the Mavericks, they haven't lost the series, but they're down 3-0. They can only pray to God they can force a game five or a game six. But we know that Golden State are now the Western Conference champions. We know that this team is not going to blow a 3-0 lead. Because, you know, that just never happened before. Um, yes, the Warriors have blew a 3-1 lead, but not a 3-0 lead. And there is no LeBron in the postseason. So, you know, that's not going to happen. Um, I would love to see at least a game five, a game six, you know. But tomorrow, prepare the brooms for Golden State fans because they know the Mavericks are just going to get probably going to get swept. But for me, obviously, I want a game five, a game six. I want the series to keep going. I want to see Luka at least win one or two games in the conference finals, you know. Get something going. So, you know, uh, you know, please, let's get something going here. The first three games of each matchup in the conference finals are over. Game four is tonight between the Heat and the Celtics. And then game four, Warriors-Mavericks is tomorrow. So, we'll see. We'll have to recap all the way throughout the week. Um, after this week, the NBA Finals, I believe, starting June 2nd. So, I cannot wait till the NBA Finals. Again, I have Heat-Warriors in the NBA Finals. And I said Heat in six, I believe. Heat in six. So Heat in six against the Celtics. Heat in six against the Warriors. I had a whole argument with people at fucking school about it. But, you know, they can suck my dick. It's, it's, it's Heat in six. It's been Heat in six since, like, the f- first round. The first round, I think I had, like, Heat in five. But then I had Heat in six against Philly. Heat in six against Boston. And Heat in six against the Golden State. So, yes. It's it's heat and six all the way, um, but I do hope uh Miami wins tonight though, cause I I'll be a little bit more comfortable and then maybe game five they could take it away, or maybe not maybe the Boston they tie the series up, and then we win in game five at home and then we win in game six back at TD Garden, not sure, but either day, three games down. Two more, two more victories for Miami to go to make it to the conference finals. So, you know, six more. Six more for the ultimate goal. We're almost there. So, yeah, um, I'm excited for game four tonight. All right, let's move on to Stranger Things season four. The first five episodes will be coming out this Friday, May 27th. And then the next four episodes uh, will be coming out in July 1st, uh, July 1st, so, so yeah, or actually, no, no, they changed it, actually, May 7th, we're getting the first seven episodes, and then July 1st, we get the last two episodes, so episode eight and nine, now, 
I gotta tell y'all, we've been waiting for this for three years, almost four years. You know, it's been a minute. And obviously, the anticipation cannot hold any longer. I mean, honestly, if I'm waiting a show for a, for a, for a season for three, four years, you know, it better be good, obviously. Um, and that's obviously what I'm expecting for season four. Uh, hopefully, they just don't fuck it up. I hope they're going to probably go in a different direction with what happened in season three and how things ended. But certainly, this could also be uh, a big event. But I think that how they're kind of treating it how they're setting it up and like the run times for every episode. Like look at the run times. Like episode one, one hour, 16 minutes. Episode two, one hour, 15. Episode three, one hour, three minutes. Episode four, one hour, 17 minutes. Episode five, one hour, 14 minutes. Episode six, one hour, 13 minutes. Episode seven, one hour, 38 minutes. Then episode eight, one hour, 25 minutes. And then episode nine, two hours and 30 minutes. What the fuck? That is that's almost as long as Endgame, people. Two hours and thirty minutes for a single—that's a whole movie. I mean, all of these episodes are low key a movie. Ninety minutes, eighty-five minutes, and then two hours. What is two hours and thirty minutes? Uh, two hours like a hundred and fifty minutes. A hundred and fifty minutes. Man, um. But I mean, of course, I'm excited. Obviously, you know, and I I do like that they're giving us the the time measurement, you know, too. Like, it, for seven episodes, we gotta split it, and then give you all an entire month of June to kind of process it, and then July hits, boom, we'll give you the last two episodes to run with that. I kind of do like it, but man, I hope they don't fuck it up. I hope they don't fuck it up, but I don't think so. Just see, and and, and, and this is not going to be the final season too. So season five is going to lead to other things, and whenever the fuck season five comes out. But again, why the fuck do we care about season five right now? Literally, season four is coming out. The first seven episodes of season four is coming out soon. So we got to talk about it. All right, um, let's go to New Music Friday. Um, let's talk about New Music Friday new singles that dropped this week. Let's see. Who dropped this week? Because I kind of forgot a couple tracks. Okay, so we had Son of For Vegas. He dropped. Eh, didn't listen to that one. No Reason with Lil Nar, Lil Keat, and Yak Gotti. Uh, decent track. Didn't really didn't really go back to that as much. Uh, Meet This with, <coughs> with Blueface and DDG. Uh, another classic. Another classic with uh, Blueface and DDG. Um, honestly, uh, this, this is probably one of the worst songs they've made together. DDG and, and Blueface aren't a bad duo, but this one, just not, not the biggest fan of this song. Not the biggest fan of this one. Uh, Vinyl Days by Logic and DJ Premier on the beat, so. This is a great track. This is a, almost a five minute track from Logic. Um, definitely did enjoy this track. Uh, I, I, I definitely am gonna like the production on Vinyl Days. I could tell you that right now. So, I think the production is going to go crazy. So, that could automatically mean that, you know, the album is going to do pretty well, hopefully. And it won't let me down. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited for Vinyl Days to come up. Even if it's 20, 35 million songs. I hope it will be cut down a bit, but it is what it is. Uh, Serge Ibaka and Diplo. Uh, like this. 
Did not hear the song, but uh, I did not know Serge Ibaka has a damn song, nor that he makes music. Um, interesting. I'm, I might check that out later, okay? Uh, FaZe Kazan, Sheck Wesson, 5 4 with MVP. Decent track. I did like Sheck and 5 on the track, but it was, a, it was an alright track overall. Uh, Goat by The Notorious B.I.G. Ty Dolla Sign and Bella Alubo. Yes, you heard that right. B.I.G. Notorious B.I.G. Biggie. Biggie Smalls. One of the greatest MCs of all time. Their team, his team, dropped a new single called Goat with features of Ty Dolla Sign and Bella Alubo. Obviously, the number one question is, why the fuck would you do that? Why? I think it was because it was celebrating his, like, his 50th birthday. If he was still alive, his 50th birthday and, like, his, uh, I think it was, like, the 25th anniversary of Ready to Die or something like that. Not even, not, not, not even 25th. Ready to Die was, like, a 96, so what? Yeah, or something like that. They're trying to like honor it, celebrate Biggie fifty birth whatever, but clearly they just they just took a random ass Biggie's uh vocal, chopped up chopped it up in some random ass um Afrobeat and then just like what is this man? Why are we doing this to fucking Biggie man? For what? I thought we stopped releasing his music like a long time ago. Let his old shit. Why do you have to release this? It's no fucking need, man. Just so stupid, man. God damn. Oh, oh. Also, um, uh, not really off topic, but music related. Uh, the new XX Tentacion documentary is coming out as well. This uh, this Friday, I believe it's on Hulu. Let me just search that up. What's it called? Look at me, I believe. Yeah. Look at me documentary. Uh, it's two hours long. It's going to be on Hulu. Um, it's going to be releasing on uh, March 20... Uh, May, May 26. May 26. So on Thursday. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to watch that. But I mean, I'm not... I, I, I mean, I'm excited to watch. I'm going to be entertained by it. But I'm definitely not going to be, you know, feeling amazing watching it. Because I know they're going to go into... Into X's deep shit, and I and and the and I saw the like the. You know they're gonna go in depth on pretty much a lot from all the. I hope they don't do him dirty and like mention a lot of the charges and a lot of the like things he had to face the the domestic violence and beating up his girl like those type of things and stuff. But, and then obviously they're gonna talk about his death and him getting murdered and everything. But uh, I don't know. Like I, I just. With the documentaries about these past artists, it's just kind of tough for me to watch and listen to watch it, you know? And also, I'm looking at the cast, and this is Juice World's in it. And obviously, when I saw that Juice World Into the Abyss documentary on HBO Max, yeah, that was not... That was not something fun to watch, man. And yeah, this is probably going to be the same thing with X. It's going to be tough to watch. I, I, don't, I, I just don't know. It's going to be one of those one-time things, you know? You, you see this one time and appreciate it for what it is. If it's good, obviously. But you just can't rewatch this. You can't, like, you know, because it just, it just hurts, man. Especially when X passed that, like, 
Yeah, for sure, definitely, like, stung. It stinged for a bit, you know. Same with Juice, so. And obviously, with Ski Mask there, I saw him crying um, in the in the trailer. And that's, like, the first time we've seen, like, Ski show his, you know, his emotions throughout. Because, obviously, we know he's been through a lot. Losing Juice and losing X and losing a bunch of his other homies and stuff. But losing those two and then... Kind of not really letting his image. He st- he still he it, it it didn't look like he's changed. He still seems like he's the this quirky you know nerdy, but also you know um, contagious rapper to be around you know, and it didn't really look you know always smiling, always laughing and shit. So it didn't really look like that changed his image or changed him per se. But definitely, we get to see him go through it. You know, when when he was going through it at that point. But, yeah, it's going to be tough to watch. But, I mean, look, I'm going to watch it, obviously, you know. So, for entertainment and to, you know, to learn more, you know. It's a documentary. I want to, you know, it's a documentary. I want to learn. I got <coughs> to get something out of this damn documentary. So, why the fuck not? Anyways, um, who else dropped? Um, French Montana. Oh, hell no. Yeah, no, not definitely not checking that out. Uh, dope with John Legend and JID, decent track, was all right. Uh, sliding with Jason Derulo and Kodak Black, could have been better. Kodak was all right. Uh, Hotel Lobby with Quavo and Takeoff or Unk and Few, pretty odd name, but Unk and Few, decent track. I didn't really fuck with it that much, to be honest with you. Wraith, Chance the Rapper, Vink Mensa, and Smoke One. Yeah, this is okay. This is alright. Uh, this Hell by Rina Sawayana. Ah, uh, banger. I fucks with it. I fucks with it. Rocky Row with Moneybag Yo and Kodak Black is a banger as well. I do fuck with that. And I only did hear one album this week, and that was, of course, the new Harry Styles album, Harry's House. I'll be honest with you. First listen, I, was, I, I wasn't really that into it that much. I did like Fine Line and his debut a little bit better than this one. But I don't know. I just heard it once. It needs to grow on me. I mean, as it was, is a banger. Uh, Late Night Talking is cool. Matilda's Fire. And what was the other one? I think it was Daydreaming or Little Freak. One of those two, I think. But everything else, I don't know if I'm going back to. Um, I have to, I obviously have to, you know, listen to it again. But so far, out of 13 tracks, I'm going back to like four or five. So right now, it's not even like. Right now, it's all, it's almost at a mid-tier. It's not a terrible album, but I don't know. Right now, I'm just really not fucking with it. But obviously, I got to listen to it a little bit more, and, and I'll go more in-depth towards it. So, yeah, fuck it. I, I'm going to say it was a pretty good... Uh, it was an overall not a bad listen, but I just have to just listen to it again so I can really, you know, get it in and soak it all in for whatever it is. All right. Now, obviously, Kendrick Lamar. He dropped. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Kendrick Lamar. Dropped May 13th, 2022. Um, that was Prom, which was 10 days ago. This album came out 10 days ago. And from first listen, I thought the album was okay. At first listen, I thought a Kendrick Lamar album was okay. But I was like, yeah. <laughs> Clearly, so much went through my head. So much 
went just 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 went in and out and just dipped. I couldn't even capture a lot from first listen. But obviously I listened to the album twice, three, four, five, six. I think I heard it maybe almost eight, nine times at this point. Pretty much every day since it came out. And this is a great album. Phenomenal. Amazing. Kendrick once again delivered. He delivered another incredible project. A project that... You know what? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I'm here. I'm talking about it right now. So, you know. Let me go track by track um, which songs I like, which songs I don't like. Let's start in order. United in Grief. Fire. N95, banger of the album. I really appreciate that. You know, he's changing it up a bit. He has he always has that one banger on the album. And that's that. Uh United and Grief was just kind of the introductory. And I think it was a part of a song called Prayer. It was like leaked. And it was great. And I liked how he started the I've been going through something. 1855 days. And you know, I like how he stepped into that. Uh Worldwide Steppers. I wasn't the biggest fan of the production, but him, you know, spazzing about him having this lust addiction and being able to just like he was just addicted to sex and, you know, was talking about fucking a white bitch and in Copenhagen, you know, and he was going crazy. He was really going crazy for pussy. Um, and obviously it, it did also seem like uh, he cheated on his at uh, that girl at the time uh, with Whitney before um, they had kids and everything. I'm not sure if they're married, but, um, you know, when they were at least together or um, bound to be together or something like that. So, yeah, definitely was, uh, you know, he talked about it, of course, showing that he, like, he failed her in that and he made a mad, he did a made terrible mistake in, you know, cheating and just couldn't stop himself, couldn't resist himself from, you know, you know, having sex with other women, you know, with you're in a relationship and, you know, continuously cheating. So that was that was a big message that at that point I was like, OK, is this is this is something to, to be talked about. But again, there's a lot of other shit that goes into that song as well. Die Hard, great track. Really love the chorus by Blast. I did like even the part with Amanda Rafer with like the pre-chorus or whatever. And then like the, the bridge. Not the bridge, but like the after chorus or whatever. Mm, great as well. Uh, Father Time did love the production. Sampha with his feature. Me, no chaser. Need no chaser. Oh, come on. Perfect. Sampha's, Sampha's really actually like... He never misses on these fucking features. On St. Pablo, devoured. 44-22, devoured. Too much, Devoured. And now Father Time, like, devoured. Like, he's worked... And that's crazy. He's worked with Drake, Kanye, and Kendrick. And he all bodied on those projects. On those tracks. Like, incredible. Uh, Rich Interlude. I mean, it's an interlude. I haven't really went back to it at all. So I don't really remember. Rich Spirit. At that, at that point, when I heard that song, I was like, ah, what is this, Kendrick? This isn't really that good. I was like, nah, this is, this is trash. For Kendrick, this is terrible. I was not a fan of this. The production, I don't really like it that much. The chorus got me, got me a little bit. I was like, yo, you can do way better than that. But, it, you know, it grew on me a little bit. Hey, bitch, I'm attracted. I don't know. I kind of just, 
It failed on me the first time, but it grew on me eventually. Uh, we Cry Together. I really love the Alchemist production behind it. Um, but obviously the song itself is uh, is is intense all the way through with with uh, Kendrick and Taylor just arguing and showing their toxicity and just yelling and just yelling at each other and screaming profanity to, profanities at each other. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And just, impl- you know, showing how a toxic relationship builds up and how they act and how things settle down and yeah. It's a whole, it's, 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 of course, like you, you, you hear for the first time, you're like, what the fuck? What the hell? Wow. Like if you're really into this conversation, you're really into this argument that they're both going through. You're just like either on very uncomfortable listening to it, or you're just like, what the fuck is like, you're just like mind blown. You're just, what the fuck is going on here? This is, this is insane. I I was, I just did not expect that at all. So. <clears throat> that just took me out for there. I just could, did not expect that once once I, I got into this track. But, you know. Uh, Purple Hearts, definitely did like the production on this one. That Summer Walker feature was great. That uh, that she, uh, a man doesn't love you if he if you eat her ass line by Summer is, a, is already a classic line. Um, Ghostface Killer had a great verse as well. Definitely dis- di- did like this one. Uh, Count Me Out. I did like the beat switch and the fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fucking it up. I did like that part, but I didn't really like like th- most of the song like in general. I don't really know if I'm going to go back to that one. But there's just some parts of the song that I do like. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, I forgot about uh, something about Worldwide Steppards. Uh, Worldwide Steppers, um, I think that was a song that had, like, the little sample flip. There was a little sample flip that was switched in Worldwide Steppers for, like, five seconds of that song. That sample right there sounded so good. Sounded so fucking good. That was, that five, those five seconds of that sample was probably the best thing on the entire song. And if that was the whole production behind the track, oh my god, Worldwide Steppers would probably have been... One of my, easily one of the best on the album. It reminded me a lot of like a No More Parties in LA type of beat. Oh man, it, it sounded like a Mad Lib type of beat right there. And I was just like, man, you you, you hopped on that for like five seconds and that's it? I thought he was going to switch it for real. But then he goes back to, to the original beat of the song. And I'm like, ah, oh, no, we need more of that. Like, that was a really good part of the whole album that I don't think really people talking about it that much. That little five second, you know, you you hear it for a little bit and then you forget about it. But man, that could have that could have made the whole song. And Loki already and then Loki already did with the five seconds it was on it. <coughs> but I wanted more from that. But anyways, uh, Crown by Kendrick Lamar. I did like this one as well. This is a, this is cool. Um, but another one that at first I just wasn't the biggest fan of Silent Hill. Um, I did like this one a lot, like from first listen, I thought it was a pretty interesting, uh, song. The production again is just not incredible, but still I like the hook pushing these niggas like me, like, hmm, you know, that, that, that's just a very addictive and it just stays in your head. And the Kodak feature was good, really good. So, you know, he bodied that as well. 
Uh, save your interlude. It's an interlude. Don't really remember that much of it. Uh, save your the song though with Baby Keem and Sam Do. Are you happy for me? You know, uh, this was a decent song. Can't really lie. It was I don't know, right track. Didn't really fuck with it that much from first listen. Um, then we got Auntie Diaries, which is probably one of the most. Um, this is this is the probably the storytelling song of the whole album, personally, or one of or one of the best storytelling tracks on the whole album. Um, him, you know, going through the the story of of growing up and having to deal with a a a a a, uh, a family member, his auntie, uh, turning into a man, and obviously, you know, becoming a transgender. And having to live with that, uh, with the struggle of being growing up in a neighborhood where people obviously see a, a woman turn into man is obviously going to be a lot of judgmental people and a lot of people confused and a lot of people just saying, why would you do that? Why you should have stayed who you is, you know, blah, 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 blah. And also just feeling the, the guiltiness of like, you know, you know, he's. He changed who he was, or she changed who, who he was, and now, you know, it's not a she anymore, it's a he. And, you know, changed his identity, changed his gender, and changed to the person that he wanted to be. And so, obviously, having, and you know, and, and then obviously in the black community, that's not something that people talk about. That's not something people talk about, their aunties turning into damn men, or, you know, vice versa. It's it's something that is very like taboo. Barely people talk about it. Barely any, you know, black aunties have to go through that. And obviously now it's becoming a more common thing with with him being more accepting of the transgenders and being accepting more of like the thing. But obviously Kendrick is just different with that. What other rappers are talking about this shit? And Kendrick is gonna bring something different to the table with, with like a conversation about a. Uh, you know, transphobia and how people can't accept, oh, you know, you know, especially with, with, with his culture and his, you know, neighborhood and around his surroundings, you know, that he can't expect a lot of people or if not anybody, maybe outside of his family to really accept the people he's around with. And that's if someone who is transgender can't take anything seriously or it's, it's a pretty big thing. It's a pretty big thing. And at first I was just like, wow, I mean, that's, that's incredible. And the production on this track, I really love it. I love how it builds up. And I like his like monotone, like his tone is very low. It seems like he's like almost whispering or like talking very, very low. Like my auntie's a man now. Took it off and understand now. Like he's just talking super calmly and just kind of like in his bag with his voices and stuff. I mean, again, another another album where he was just more in depth on his voice and shit and changing it up. The high pitch though. The auto-tune, the, you know, everything. He was just setting presses on these voices. But Anti-Diaries was definitely one that stood out a lot with the storytelling and the production was great as well. Mr. Morrell, I think is a very underrated song on the album, but fire. Banger. Sounds like something that could be off of that Black Panther soundtrack, honestly. Uh, Mother Eyes Sober with Beth uh, Gibbons of Portishead. Another great storytelling track about his mother um, having to deal with abuse. And other shit, I mean, you know, it was it was another crazy storytelling song that, again, I haven't processed everything about every single song, but I've just grasped for what I've able to grasp, you know, in the meantime. And I'm going to listen to the album even more and, you know, still enjoy it. 
Uh, and then Mirror to end the album off. I think it was a pretty decent outro. I chose me, I'm sorry. I chose me, I'm sorry. That was a pretty decent track, to be honest with you. Can't really fuck with it. Can't really uh, not fuck with it. So yeah, this album. Yeah, this is a great album. I, I love it. This is definitely the best album. This At least is the best rap album of the year. So far, like, I haven't really heard an album yet that has topped this. I don't know if someone's going to drop a better album than Kendrick. I do say, to be fair, it, it definitely is possible, but it's Kendrick Lamar, man. Like, I, I don't know if, if someone is if someone is going to be able to just drop a fucking instant classic for this album to be topped for album of the year. For at least best rap album, you know, because this album just has... A lot. And people shitting. Kendrick Mid. This song. This album is ass. Oh, he only sold 290 something K. Oh, he, y'all say 500, 600 K. Easy. Who gives a fuck about the streaming numbers? Who gives a fuck about the first week sales? Who gives a fuck about none of that shit? We don't give a shit. Kendrick is not about the numbers. Kendrick is not about the bangers and shit. He cares about bringing a project. Telling his perspective of what's going on and his stories and his shit. And I mean, a lot of the topics on the album, no one talks about it because it's not something that is, you know, represented in, in hip hop. Who the fuck, again, talks about transphobia? And and people, har- having people uh, to not accept who people can be and changing how people can be, you know? So he's bringing that out. And for, you know, a black man like Kendrick to kind of bring that topic in hand and, you know, talk about it in rap, that's a very important thing. And, like, I mean, it's incredible. And only Kendrick is one of those motherfuckers who would pull it off and can do it in a great way. And so, obviously, with that, (coughs) you know, Kendrick just did his thing again. And it's a phenomenal album. I mean, from... 18 tracks, I'll probably pretty much go back to like 15 tracks. Like the only songs I won't go back to is probably like Count Me Out. Maybe that like that's it. And maybe Savior. Maybe not even Savior. Savior, I'll go back to. Not even. And We Cry Together. I like We Cry Together, but I'm just not going to bump it, you know? Because it's just... It's not a. It's not really a song. It's 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 blended as a song and everything, but like, it's two people arguing, you know. I'm not gonna really listen to, to two people yell at each other and you know, fuck you, bitch. Not nah, fuck you. You know, I I can't. Maybe at some point, but you know, N95 banger, Worldwide Stepper's banger, Die Hard. You know, all those. I'll go back to all those tracks because I'll be listening to that for the rest of the year for sure. But. Best song on the albums, though, my favorite ones for sure, N95, Father Time, Die Hard, and um, and Auntie Diaries. And also Mr. Morale, fire, just complete fire. But, I mean, like, what, 15, 16 tracks? All good. The interludes don't count, so what, that's 16 tracks? 15, 14, 14 15 tracks. Like, this album is great. From, like, a rating, I'll give it, like, a... I'll give it like a low nine. I'm not going to give it like a high nine. I'll give it like a low nine, like an eight or something, like a 8.9 or something. Barely at a nine. And it could get better. 
This isn't better than Tip and Butterfly. This isn't good, better than Good Kid, Mad City. Honestly, I don't know if it's better than Damn. I don't think I would put it above Damn. Right now, I would put it number four in his discography. So obviously, Good Kid, Mad City, T-Pab, or, you know, T-Pab or Good Kid, Mad City, because sometimes I don't know what, which one is number one or which one is number two. Um, and then Damn, and then Mr. Marlon, The Big Steppers. It's not his best album, and yet it's still a great fucking album. I don't give a shit. It is still probably album of the year. So you can you can you can argue with a damn wall about it. It's all it is. This album is phenomenal. Loved it. Alright, to end things off, I'm gonna be going over the Miami Dolphins 2022 schedule. Um I think I'm gonna do the Eagles and the Chiefs maybe for the next episode. Um so yeah, I'm gonna do Miami Dolphins for today. I'll go over the schedules for other teams. Um, Because, you know, I can pretty much do schedules for, you know, majority of the teams that I want to do. Um, but let's just start off with the Miami Dolphins. Game by game. So preseason, we have three games. We have the Buccaneers, Raiders, and Eagles. Uh, I mean, preseason, I, I don't really give a shit. Okay, week one against the Patriots. We're going to be playing in Miami. In Miami. For game number one, week one against New England on nine eleven, um, I think we could take the W. I think we could definitely take the W. Um, it's definitely possible that uh, we are able to stop that Patriots defense, and that offense shouldn't be that crazy. I mean, I mean, that offense definitely stepped up, and they definitely got more weapons. But I'm not really too far on the Patriots this year compared to them last year. I think the Dolphins are going to be a better team overall this year. So I'm going to just give the Patriots an L right there. Uh, week two, we got Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. Um, I do think we're going to also win this game as well. I do think Baltimore is a great team and they're going to give us issues. But I think somehow we could definitely... We're definitely going to not pull through, and um, we're going when we're we are going to pull through, and I think that once again it, it's going to it's going to affect us a little bit, and I think it's going to be a pretty close game once again. But you know, we'll have to wait and see. Then we got Week Three against the Bills in Miami at Hard Rock. I want to say we want to win this game, but I think we're going to take our first L of the season right there. I mean, it's the Bills. I hate to say it, but the Bills are just way too fucking good. And the Bills, I think, are going to give us a lot more problems than maybe before. And I'm low-key kind of scared about that. Um, But hopefully we can take a game out of them at some point, you know, if it's in Miami or if it's or if it's in Buffalo, but then again, I want to say they win in Miami, and then they lose in Buffalo. I think that's like the most fair thing to say, but I don't know. I I could even see the Bengals taking two games, but whatever. Then in week four, we got the Bengals in Cincinnati in week four. Um, honestly, I think we could probably lose this game as well. I mean, Joe Joe Shiesty is probably going to be eating us up in this game. The Bengals defense is trash, but that Bengals offense is is gonna be lights out. If our defense steps up, then bam, Cincinnati's done for in game in week four. But I think Cincinnati could pull through and probably, you know, break us apart in in in, in our uh 
in our offense. I think they could, uh, or in our defense. In our defense, they could probably, you know, not be in the best situation. Then week five, we got the New York Jets in MetLife. Yeah, I mean, we should definitely beat the Jets. It's, it's the Jets. No one needs to. It's the Jets. Come on, guys. There's, it's Come on. Are we really going to, you know, we're not going to do this right now. Um, week six against the Vikings back in Miami. I do think we're also going to win this game. I mean, it's the Vikings, man. The Vikings are one of those, you know, me- mediocre-ass teams. I don't know if they're going to pull through a victory. You know, we barely face them ever. And I do the, the the times that we do face them, I think we always kick their ass. So I'm going to say we pull another W here. Week 7 against the Steelers in Miami. Um, mm. I think the Steelers are going to give us a, a good fight. But I think, once again, I'm going to go Miami. Taking another victory here. So, we're on a three-game winning streak right now. Then week eight against the Detroit Lions in Detroit. Yeah, please. I think the Lions are going to be a way better team than last year. And they're going to step up and be a little bit better. But still are going to be a sorry-ass franchise. And still is going to get destroyed by the Dolphins in week eight. I give them the W. They're currently now 6-2 right now. Week 9, we got the Bears in Chicago. The Bears are going to be miserable as fuck this year. So I'm going to say, you know, we're going to beat them 7-2. Fuck it. We have to, you know, take the easy teams out. We got the Lions, the Bears, and then the Browns in Week 10. Yeah, come on. We need to get these wins. We need to get these wins because these are easy wins right here. And I again... There is no easy wins in the NFL. Sometimes, you know, it is what it is. There's, there, any of these teams could win the game. You know, there's upsets and shit, but I, I don't see any of these teams upsetting. And then, of course, week 11, we have a bye, so there is obviously nothing going for there. Week 12, we have the Texans. <sighs> I really don't know. I don't know. I'm kidding. I'm, I mean, come on. It's the damn fucking Houston Texans. 9-2, and two, please. Give us that W once again. 9-2. and two. Thank you very much. Week 13 against the 49ers. Okay, here we go. This is going to be a tough game. But honestly, I think that's going to stop us right there. I mean, the Bengals. The Bengals, my God. The 49ers offense is crazy. It is actually beyond crazy. I do think we're going to take an L here. I mean, the 49ers are just a really good team. Um, and they're going to put us a lot of pressure there. Week 14, the LA Chargers in LA. This could be another L. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to just say we're going to take another L here. I, I don't know. Back-to-back Ls, I think the Chargers and 49ers are not going to they're gonna lay us down there. Then we got the Buffalo Bills. Week 15. I do think the Bills are going to win this one. Damn. 9-5, and and we're on a three-game losing streak right now. Shit. Okay. Week 16 against the Packers on Christmas. Mm. I'm going to say we're going to upset. Fuck it. We're going to beat Green Bay. We're going to beat Green Bay. 
I don't give a fuck. On Christmas, we're going to take the W. On Christmas, we're going to take the fucking W. Okay? We're going to take the W. Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. Week 17. New England Patriots in New England. Mm. We're going to take the W. Fuck it. We're gonna, you know what? Actually, you know what? Fair enough. We'll give them the win. We'll give them the win. I think we're going to lose this one. Fuck it. We'll just give them the win. Just, just why not? And then week 18 against the Jets. Yep, we're going to penetrate their asshole once again. 11-6. to six. That is my, my, my predictions. That is how I think the Miami Dolphins are going to end their season. They're going to go 11-6. and six. They're going to take their L's against the Bills, the Bengals, the, the 49ers, the Chargers, the Bills again, and then one to the Patriots. And then they beat the Patriots, the Ravens, the Jets, the Vikings, the Steelers, the Lions, the Bears, the Browns, the Texans, the Packers, and the Jets. I think that's pretty accurate. I mean, again, again it's my literally predictions. And, again, I could totally be wrong. They could win fucking 16 games, 17 games. They win five. You know, it can go either or. But I have high praise. I have hope for the Dolphins this year. Hopefully, they don't fucking let me down. Because they actually... Bro, from week seven to week 12... Those have to be wins right there. I mean, that's, that's, that week six to week 12 should be that portion of the season where they need to get those victories, even if they sucked massive ass in the first five weeks of the year. Because the Vikings, come on. The Steelers is going to be a tough one. But the Lions, the Bears, the Browns, the Texans, and honestly, yes, any of those teams could upset. We are not surprised. I can't be surprised if any of those teams upset. But if we're struggling and we need to get desperate wins, we got to get those wins off the... We need to get those wins on the record because, yeah. Because then later it gets difficult. We're going on a three-game a three three game losing streak with the Niners, then the Chargers, then the Bills, back to back to back. And then the Packers, which I say they're going to upset and beat them, but it's Christmas... I don't know. Christmas in Miami, too. Like, it's going to be hot as shit on Christmas. It's not going to be cold as fuck in Lambeau. I mean, it's going to be cold as fuck in Lambeau, obviously. But, you know, they're not going to be playing in Lambeau. They're going to be playing here in the hot-ass sun on damn Christmas. By that alone, I think they're just going to be offended. I think you're going to be like, oh, it's Christmas and it's fucking 105 degrees. What is this? And so they just fucking Aaron Rodgers just plays his ass off seven touchdowns. All to fucking, you know, Devontae, psych, not not Devontae Adams. Not anymore. Not anymore. Okay, so yeah, I have the Dolphins going 11-6 and six in, the, in this season. So hopefully, yeah. And I say preseason, like maybe 2-1. They lose to the Buccaneers and they beat the Raiders and Eagles. So 2-1 in the preseason and then 11-6 uh, and six in the regular season. I'll do the Eagles, I'll do the Chiefs, I'll do other teams. Uh I'll do the primetime games. I'll do the primetime games. Um eventually. I'll like pretty much in every episode, I'll kind of do parts of the schedule because I want to go more in depth on the schedules. I want to see who wins the primetime games, the Sunday night footballs, the Monday night football, the Thursday, all of that shit. I'll make my predictions for those and everything. So don't you worry. 
Um, but for today, obviously, we're going to go over that. We went over the Dolphins schedule, and that's that. Anyways, thank you guys for listening for today's episode. Man, we're getting closer to summertime. I'm super excited. I'm going to graduate in a week from now. A lot of big shit this summer. I'm going to get a job. I'm going to take driving classes. I'm starting college August 22nd. A lot of big things. A lot of big things. Uh, the podcast, I mean, the summer, I'm going to, I mean, for, for my graduation gift, I'm getting a brand new laptop. And we talk about a MacBook. The good shit. So expect video podcasts coming soon. Expect YouTube videos coming soon. Trust me. Oh, man. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Video content, I'll start. I'll say it's going to be starting a lot in June. Maybe July because in late June, I will be going to Europe. So, yeah, for like two weeks, I won't be really too much on the podcast. Like at least... Uh, recording maybe i'll do one recording in europe i wouldn't mind doing one recording in europe that would be great obviously there's no way in two weeks and i don't do a single podcast no i gotta do one at least so yeah i will be doing a recording in in europe whether that's italy or france or uh or spain because i'm going to three different fucking countries guys i'm going to three different countries in damn europe i'm going to fucking paris to venice to rome to Barcelona and to Madrid, guys. In the span of two weeks. This is fucking exciting. And it's like within a month I'm going. Like a little less than a month. I'm leaving the 20th. And then I graduate May 1st. May 1st. June 1st. So a lot of shit going on. The next couple weeks are going to be crazy. But I'm super excited. The podcast, you know, it's going to upgrade. I finally did, you know, special guest last week with Bradley and Kevin. Thanks. Uh, shout out to them. Um, they will be on the podcast at some point. Um, I also am expecting a special guest maybe later this week. Um, that's the goal, hopefully. Maybe I can do another one this Friday. Maybe I'll do another episode this Friday. Talk about more shit. So we'll have to see about that. But anyways, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. See you on a bit. Take care and peace out, my friends.